0: Well, earlier today it was confirmed that uh, Joseph Parker is going to be a part of a massive, massive boxing card in Saudi Arabia in December. Uh, He'll be fighting former WBC champion Deontay Wilder, his first fight in uh, quite some time for Deontay since his Tyson Fury uh, trilogy ended in a loss. Uh, But he's not the only major heavyweight on that card. We'll get to that in a sec. We're joined by a boxing analyst and host of uh, Boxing Podcast uh, in this corner. And he will be a familiar voice to many New Zealand sports fans of course, from the radio sports days, it is James Smitty Smith. Uh, James, thank you so much for your time. First of all, how are you doing, my friend?
1: Good, good, good to be uh, you know on in uh, New Zealand. I still do some hits there from time to time, not a, on the consistent basis like I used to, but always a lot of fun. In fact, uh, you know, I'm thinking about scheduling a trip over there uh, someday, pretty soon, to just uh, go around on the speaking circuit. I I miss New Zealand, so it's good to be on with you
0: so it's awesome to have you on all right as mentioned um smitty uh joseph parker Deontay wilder uh look it's it's been a while since joseph was in there with in a competitive fight i know it was about just over a year ago that he lost to joe joyce uh this is the biggest fight of his career uh to date you know not including the joshua fight i guess but this is the crossroads fight for joseph parker
1: yeah i i think so and it's it's funny that it's really a winnable fight given the fact that uh Deontay uh, is 38 years old, and he hasn't fought much. And he had, he's been exposed as pretty much a one-hit wonder. Now that one hit can put you in Wonderland because he certainly has prodigious power. I think it'll. This fight will all be based on on Parker and whether he goes in with a a real game plan, and more importantly, whether he's able to stick to. A real game plan. If he fights a very strategic and I would even say boring type of fight, uh, I think he could actually win it. But whether or not he'll be able to do that, you know, uh, the entire way that that's what remains to be seen.
0: James, we've seen in the past, uh, Deontay, you know, again, the, the Luis Ortiz fight comes to mind where he was a non-event for what, like uh nine rounds and then just that one right hand. That's what he can do, right? Like no matter how good you fight, you can almost fight perfect. He can end the fight in one second.
1: Yeah. But you know, and and this is my problem with not only the heavyweight division today, which is a mess, but all of boxing today, I come from a golden era, where when you have a guy that's a one-hit wonder, you simply should be able to nullify that that particular threat. And and again, Deontay does so many things wrong as a fighter. He makes so many mistakes. His everything is is off, but he makes it work. It it again is just all about whether or not uh, JP will stay away from that right hand and then take his time, and when he has his moments, not overcommit. Uh, just wait till the right time to. if there is going to be a coup de grace. Because, by the way, another thing about uh, Wilder, he's a little chinny, meaning he doesn't take the best punch. He's been down, he's been hurt a lot of times. I've been ringside a lot of fights where he's been hurt, uh, but again, he usually reverses that. So this is going to be more about J.P.'s mental acumen his boxing IQ than anything physical.
2: Where do you think that mental acumen is at the moment at this stage of his career, James?
1: I, I really, you know, once he departed with Kevin Barry, I, I really don't know. He's caught up now in the whole Saudi BS and hanging around Fury. I'm, you can probably tell just from my demeanor, I'm not a big Tyson Fury fan. Um, and he's all caught up in that crap, um, sort of almost become a fanboy, now, I'm hoping with that, I know he's made a lot of money. He fought in Saudi re- recently, but I hope he's learned a few things about the sport. Although, with what we saw <laughs> Fury do in his last fight, if you want to call it a fight, Fury has regressed. So, I, I really don't know. I, I- uh, Again, I-, I do believe if he was with Kevin Barry, uh, Kevin and I God, spent so much time together. I know Kevin could put together a game plan that... I think would be solid. What he's going to do now, I have no idea. I'm just telling you what he can do to win the fight, and that is be strategic, to take his time, to not overcommit, to use his jab, to nullify the right hand, and just stay away from the damn right hand.
0: Does uh does this put the winner of this fight in a position where, where they're, they're closer to a heavyweight bout, or are both guys still two or three fights away?
2: Smitty. The,
1: the way boxing is today... Either one of you guys might be in line for a heavyweight title fight. It is such an uh, an. I'd make the mess. whites
2: believe That's about it. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, all you got to do is have a YouTube presence or fight and be an MMA. It is the only thing worse than the state of boxing right now in the heavyweight division. Is politics in the United States and you know in the Republican Party. That's the only thing I can think that's worse than what's going on. I mean, we had a guy fight a guy you know, in, in, uh, in Ganu, Francis and no, no disrespect to Nganu. He did what he was supposed to do and even exceeded, but that kind of trash is just really coming out of time that where I, I've been all over the sport for, I've never seen boxing in this much disarray, but this, this card, the way it looks now looks to be a really good card. And yeah, I think if Parker where you know heavyweights can fight on and on and on. Joseph's a lot younger than Deontay, who's like 38 years old, and Fury's that age and older. And you know, fight, heavyweights can, as you guys know, fight on. So certainly, this would put him right at the top again if he's to to pull off uh, what would be considered an upset. Although to me, it wouldn't be a great upset. Uh, I think he's got a really good shot. But but again. If he fights a stupid fight, he'll go in there and get knocked out in a few rounds because the one damn thing that Deontay will probably even be able to do you know, for another five years is still uh, you know, uncork that devastating coup de gras right hand.
2: We're speaking with uh, James Smitty, Smithwood of New Zealand's all-time favourite boxing analyst. Uh, given the state of boxing, I mean, there's no bigger fight fan than you, Smitty. It, I, I can hear in your voice it's almost not a resentment but almost resigned to the fact that the the sport's heading in a direction that you passionate about it don't feel comfortable with
1: you know i've I've been blessed as you guys know i was the little boy hanging out with muhammad ali who had a little you know two and a half three year career as a club fighter and i went on to to host in this corner my television show somehow after 19 years is still on the air my podcast is three years going I've interviewed more world champions and been in the ring with 65 of them on my show. I host the International Boxing Hall of Fame. So when I have people call me up and ask, uh, will you have Jake Paul on your show? Or, you know, what do you think about a a fight with uh, Conor McGregor? And, And, you know, it's just sickening to me. And and for those people who would say, "Well, Muhammad Ali did things like that." Yeah, Muhammad Ali did exhibitions when he fought that Antonio Anoki the one year that he did. Ali also in that same year defended his title four times. I think the last title defense that year was against Kenny Norton and it went 15 rounds. So, we have so much inactivity in boxing. The trainers suck. 95% of the trainers can't, can barely spell boxing, let alone know what they're doing. So yeah, it's, it, it's a mess. We still have some great fighters. We have a kid today in Bud Crawford who I've had as my number one pound for pound for about six years. I think the Bud Crawford right now would, would, would have beaten Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather at his best. So we still have some great fighters in a way, the kid, the, the monster from Japan um, you know, you have guys like uh, Bival who's going to be on this card and others Canelo, of course, is still a great fighter. We have great fighters, but we're not making great fights. And there's no, you know, one of my favorite movies, you you gentlemen probably have seen Million Dollar Baby. And that line that with Morgan Freeman, everything in boxing and back is backwards. Never, never was it more uh, (laughs) true than in today's game. So as the guy who's the host of the International Boxing Hall of Fame and love The sport and think at its best, nothing compares. I've always said fighters are the most common and uncommon of all athletes, but uh, they're becoming all too common in this age that we live in today. So, your friend Smitty's not too happy with it.
0: Smitty, uh, great to have you on. A couple of questions before we let you go. Uh, the forgotten man, it seems, of the heavyweight division is Anthony Joshua. He had those two uh, relatively unimpressive performances against uh, Alexander Jusek, who is technically almost flawless in some capacity. Uh, but he's got a huge fight here against Otto Wallen, almost a career-defining fight for him, where a win, and he, he could end up being right back in that mix to fight a marquee fight again, Smitty.
1: Yeah, I think what he has suffered from is... There was a time, and I remember going, this is when I was still a kind of a semi-regular on New Zealand, New Zealand radio, where I had him as the number one heavyweight on the planet, even above Deontay and the others. And I think he was. But sometimes you just go, go over that cliff. Sometimes it's a physical thing. I, I, we, I've seen it happen to Errol Spence, where he'll never be the fighter that he was. Sometimes it happens rapidly. And other times it happens, I think, when you're wearing, as Marvin marvelous Marvin Hagler once said, when you're wearing those silk pajamas and you're a, a very super duper wealthy dude and you just lose the, as uh, to, to, to use a boxing movie, the eye of the tiger. And I think that AJ is on the other side going down. This is, as you say, for for Valine, who I saw give Fury fits. I was ringside for that fight that he busted up Fury and nearly won the fight. I think, just like Parker, he is a very live dog. If I were a betting guy, I would be putting money on Parker and Valen in these fights. I know they're the underdogs, and but I think Valen has an excellent shot because I can just see that AJ's not invested in the game anymore. And when you're when you're a fighter, you have to be invested. Uh, I mean totally, and and he's not anymore.
0: Yeah, uh, I I tend to agree. I tend to agree. It's kind of slipped down that slippery slope since the loss to Ruiz. Almost uh, final question. It's been awesome to have you on, Smitty. Uh, look, the on again, off again fight looks to be back on again. It's the uh, the the showdown for the uh, undisputed heavyweight title. Tyson Fury, Alexander Usyk, again in what now seems to be the home of boxing, Saudi Arabia. Gross uh, February twenty twenty four. Do you think this is actually going to go ahead, James?
1: Yeah, and by the way, I I you know could have gone to that fiasco with Fury and Ngannou, and I refuse to go, not only for the reasons that it's a fiasco, um, but I, you know, my political beliefs and what I feel about the Saudi government and, you know, being, we're all, all of us are journalists and what we've seen them do, I refuse to go, so I want nothing to do with it. Um, but, you know, uh, I, I think that, that 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 fight will be an excellent fight. Um, I hope Laikel Usik wins it. I would certainly make Fury The favorite just because of his prodigious size, but certainly he looked absolutely horrible in that fight with Ngano. I know he wasn't in shape for it. I don't know if he can get back in shape mentally or physically again. Usyk is the better fighter, but as I've always said about Tyson Fury, he's so damn big. He would even get, he's certainly not as good as a Joe Lewis. Uh, or, or, or you know a Gene Tunney, but he would have given them problems just because of his size. Now guys like Lennox Lewis, uh, of course, guys like Larry Holmes, Muhammad Ali would have beaten the crap out of him. But he's so damn big, he still would be a force for anybody because he's huge and he can fight. He's the favorite, I think. I think it's Usyk now. It's like a 50-50 fight, slight edge to. Uh, Fury but as we get closer to it you know you guys can have me back on and we can dissect it and break it down at least at least, it's an actual boxing match
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jimmy Smith you uh, you've found a new home uh, New Zealand on the run home you're always welcome on with us appreciate your time today your insights and uh, we never expect you to hold back but we, uh, we appreciate when you let loose in that fashion mate
1: yeah I'm not given to vacillation ambiguity or ambivalence I tell it like it is.